G'day Raiders family, it's Berkey here and uh, it's good to be back. I've had a couple of weeks hiatus, um, missed the preview and post-match for Penrith as well as um, the Broncos last week. Um, so it was good to be back guys. Can't believe we're at round 15, six rounds to go. You, I cannot believe how quick just over the horizon the finals are coming and we're up to this in our armpits, eyeballs and anywhere else that's above our mouth, which is fantastic. Um, so look... We've got a tricky game tomorrow against the Titans. Um, so let's dive straight into the top 10, if that's okay with you guys. So obviously I'll start with the Titans. Number one, I've gone the sun, the surf, the sand. Dot, 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 it's a trap. Once again, any side that flies into the Gold Coast, they see those really nice images of the, uh, of, of the Gold Coast lifestyle. It's going to be a great day here tomorrow um, at the coast. So... It can lull you into a false sense of security. So once again, this is an ambush type of game. We've really got to be on our medal. And the Coast, for right or wrong reasons, aren't playing too badly. Uh, they've been pushing sides a fair bit. Um, they've had a, a really good win against the Cowboys. Um, they lost Proctor last week, unfortunately. They were right in that game until he went off. So look, they're going to be a danger side. But we've got to make sure that we don't fall into the ambush of thinking we could just turn up and we're going to get the two points like we did with the Broncos in the first half. So that's number one. Number two, I've gone for Ash Taylor. Obviously, he's the linchpin with everything they do, attack, kicking and the like. Um, he's playing steady without playing spectacularly, but he is an important cog in that side. Um, he works well with Jamal Fogarty, the halfback, but... Taylor will play right side, I think, from memory. Left side, beg your pardon. Um, so we just got to be, we just got to make sure we get to him with his kicks. Taylor plays very much into the line, so he'll go to the line a fair bit. So once again, their markers really have to be pushing across, putting a lot of pressure on him from the inside. So when he's passing to the left, he's not sure who's coming here, but he needs to hear the footsteps and needs to hear the breathing. Once again, like any ball playing halfback the more time you can take away where they're not deciding what they're going to do, the better it's going to be as the game goes on. The thing with Taylor, you've got to make him get up off the ground. We've got to knock him over every time he has the ball after he just passes, all legally, of course, so we don't give away any stupid penalties. But we've got to make sure that we put him on the ground every time, pre um, uh, pressure him on the kick uh, and make sure that, you know, we really get a lot of momentum from him not getting a lot of territory with those kicks downfield. Number three, I've gone for AJ Brinson. Uh, he's just come back, but he's very elusive fullback. He plays a lot like a Kalen Ponga type. He gets around that ruck area, looking for an offload, a quick play the ball. He's only a short guy, but he's got very, very good speed and very, very good footwork. Usually a pet play of the Titans, especially late in the first half or late in the second half, is Brimson will stand behind the play the ball, It'll either go to the right or the left, so either Fogarty or Taylor, and they'll swing it back to him, trying to go through the middle to catch our lazy markers out who have spread too far or they haven't moved enough. So we've really got to be on our metal with Brimson, particularly around those edges, around those middle thirds. Uh, as I said, late in the first half, late in the second half. Very elusive, solid player. Number four, I've gone for a bench player in Tyrone Peachy. Um, I like him as a player. He has a lot of impact and a lot of confidence and enthusiasm when he comes on. He's big players, we all know. He likes to get the ball one, one arm and just jink across field, jink across field, jink across field, 
looking for someone at the defensive line who may not be up in the line, who may be a little bit back, then he accelerates straight down the hole. So once again, when he goes across field, we're just got to make sure we keep our line tight, move across left, move across right, whatever he's trying to do with the ball, just take away the options of him getting in behind us with someone who's a lazy defender. So we've just got to make sure we're on our game, particularly when Peachy comes off. I expect him on about 20, 25 minutes of the first half, and he usually plays till a good 15 minutes before full time of the second half. So he's going to be floating around trying to make an impact um, either 5'8 or centre. So that's uh, that's them. Let's come to us. I think number five, we've got to have a fast start. We've got to really got to, we've really got to try and blow the Titans out of the water early. If we can get 12-0, 18-0, 18-4, that type of scoreline, we're going to suck their confidence out of them fairly quickly. They've got nothing to play for. With the Broncos last week, we gave the Broncos a bit of a sniff, 8-6 at halftime to the Broncos' way. They had a bit of a sniff at halftime. We don't want to be giving these types of options to the Titans tomorrow, particularly on their home ground. Um, so we just got to make sure we get a really fast start happening here, guys. Uh, little errors or no errors or minimal errors, should I say, uh, and just make sure that we play a real grinding, hard type of game. Titans like to be a bit fancy with their play. We've got to make sure we really get into the grind with them early, force some errors and get that scoreboard ticking over, take the crowd out of the game by scoring first and just do all those little things right. Number six, George Williams first off the ruck. I really liked the change last week with Jack not getting the ball first up, George floating to the right side, and George floating to the left side. Williams has a beautiful right-to-left pass, very quick-like, very bullet-like. It can hit Jack White and running. Now, when Jack White's running, which I'll come to shortly, it just creates so many more options outside of us or outside of Jack. But I really like Williams being the first receiver. I thought it worked very well last week. He could look left or right, and really open up and see which way he was going to go a number of times, set up a couple of tries, scored one himself. So I think that's a real positive in our game that we can revert to a plan A of George Williams first off the ruck or the plan B of um, Jack running left, George running right. So I think that's going to be a really good balance heading into the latter half of the year. Number seven, I have have gone for Jack White and running. Um, Jack looked really good last week. An interesting stat I heard on NRL.com that Jack only had one run last week for 56 metres game total of in, in the whole play. So there's certainly a lot of upside for Jack with his running game. What was beautiful last week was him running but still hitting Elliot at speed, Shans at speed, Jared at speed and Nick Kotrick at speed. Um, so that really opened up that left edge a lot more for us because what was happening is that George Williams was getting the ball maybe 15 to 20 metres um, away from the middle of the field and then hitting Jack with a very long ball in space and running a lot more. So that was really good to see. Um, but I'd love to see Jack just really take that line on a little bit more if he gets into space. Offloads, number eight. Um, now, what's been really proven, particularly with a lot of sides this year, I think with the quick restarts, we've got to get a lot more offloads happening, I think, in our game, within reason and not pushing it too much. But the likes of um, Papa, Louie, um, you know, uh, Havili, if he takes a, you know, a run out of dummy half, which I'll come to shortly, those those types of guys really have to get a lot more offloads, I think, just to give us some momentum. 
particularly when Starling comes on. If we can get a lot of offloads when he's on, he can really pick sides apart with his speed left and right out of dummy half or down through the guts. But those offloads can really help the momentum of sides if we can get, you know, two or three happening in a set of six tackles. It really creates a lot of doubt in defences, in 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 uh, in the defence in the defensive minds of oppositions. If sides are getting offloads away, you're forcing guys to come in who don't want to come in and make a tackle, or you're forcing guys to stand back unsure if they should go in or or, or hang back. So the indecisiveness of offloads could really cause havoc with defensive lines. We've got to make sure we start to use that to our advantage a little bit more. Number nine, numbers at the ruck. Now, what I think when Starling comes on particularly and we win that ruck, we need one or two or two or three players going with him around that ruck area. I think the Gold Coast are a little bit iffy around the ruck area. They don't have the speed of the play of the ball that we have. They don't have the power at the play of the ball um, as well. But I think we can really do some damage in the ruck area tomorrow with the Titans. They do not move as well. They don't recover on their second and third repeat as well as other sides. Um, so if we can keep that pressure on that ruck area, particularly if we win the ruck, land on our stomach, get up and play the ball quickly, I think we're going to go a hell of a long way of getting some really good field position for the likes of George and Jack and Shans, Bateman out wide to get some really good early ball and get some overlaps happening. And guys, number 10, I've gone the bench. Our bench last week was probably the best it's been all year. Yes, it was against the Broncos. I totally understand it. But the likes of, you know, Tarpany, Sutton, uh, Harawira, Naira and, and Starling, particularly Harawira, Harawira Naira and and, um, and and Tarpany were big last weekend. They were really big. Sutton was solid. Starling did his job. That bench has a really nice balance and a really nice potency about it as well with big bodies, quick bodies on the feet. The beauty last week, as I said on Sunday or Monday, that uh, – uh, Papali only played barely half the game. Louis only played 23 minutes and was off. So he's really had like a full week of, of, of really one game in two weeks coming into tomorrow. That's a bonus this time of year. If our bench can do that rotation and add a real dynamic and a real passion enthusiasm when they come on, then that's what your bench needs to do. And if we can afford the luxury of having Papali only playing half a game, Louis only playing a quarter of a game or whoever it might be, it just adds a lot of volume to the bigger games coming up in the end of the year. So Raiders fan, that's it for my top 10. As always, great to be back with you guys. Uh, love your comments. Give me a hello, whatever you want to talk about. Just hit me up on Facebook uh, or on Twitter or through the YouTube channel. Looking forward to tomorrow. I will be there tomorrow, guys, with my wife and my kids. So looking forward. You'll hear me for sure. Um, so looking forward to your comments and a big green win tomorrow. As always, guys, this is Berkey. Bleed green. Out.